every community is a group of people of common thoughts, beliefs, cultures, things of that nature. But if you if you get in a community where it's already understood that we're moving in the same direction, it's just easier to connect with people, just being active in a community. So you'll see a lot of people that's in the morning meetup that are just active in the community and people say, yo, oh, Nella, I see you, oh. Right? The second thing is build something. Best networking tool is something that you've built. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast. We are live from Black Equity Con. Yeah, we is here. We are here. Live podcast episode, Social Proof Podcast episode 200 something. 200 and something. Man, do y'all know how we got started? So I started like doing interviews and then I interviewed Donnie. And then I think the very next week was like, yo, that went well. And we kept doing the podcast together. And some of you may know the story where for, I don't know how many episodes, a bunch of episodes, I'm only interviewing people. So I have a linear way of asking questions where I'm, I'm taking people on a journey, but it's, it's very strategic in how I'm asking questions. And then Donnie gets on and we just start talking. We have conversations about entrepreneurship and they tear Donnie up in the comments every episode. I think some of them are here. Who were tearing me up? Was in the there comments. anybody that didn't like Donnie when they first when she first joined the, Y'all the podcast? Y'all, to be honest, raise your hand. Okay, Thank you right for your honesty. Okay, you. why didn't? Okay, let's do it. We gotta why get didn't you like Donnie? Somebody, can we get a mic out there? Why didn't you like Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> you put pressure on people. <laughs> what was so wrong with Donnie? Hmm? <laughs> Say it again. You felt like she was a little too bougie for you. She I am bougie. bougie. I heard some absolutely. It was some cosigns. Did you on that say side. overconfident? I'm overcomplicated. Mm. Oh, you overcomplicate things. So I'm bougie and I talk too much. And it sounds like he still don't like you. <laughs> we got oh, beef. <laughs> he getting it all out right now. He said you bougie. Like, you overcomplicate things. I didn't like the way you dress, the way you speak, didn't sit right with me. <laughs> anybody else? Like, for real, anybody in here did oh, no, not... no, take him the mic again. No, want, okay. I, got, I think I got questions for I didn't for like him. his answer. All right, so uh, say your name so we know who you are. Uh, my name is Quadi. I'm based out of Orlando, and I own a cleaning business. Okay. And you didn't like Donnie because she was bougie and she overcomplicated things. Explain that. I think it mainly came off as she was bougie. But once I started to hear the content that she was uh, giving on the uh, podcast... I was like, nah, she knows what she's talking about. So I kind of changed how I felt about it after I heard her a couple times. Mm. Were you on the yacht last night? Yes. Am I bougie? No. (laughs) (laughs) In a whole circle, she just thought, I'm like, I turned around and she's throwing it in a circle. I said, Donnie, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) Well, I appreciate you guys who did not like me in the beginning. I actually, uh, the full story, when we started that next week, 
I didn't even know what a podcast really was. Do you remember that? I'm like, Dave, I don't even watch podcasts. Yo, <laughs> we did maybe like 20 or 30 in, and she couldn't get the name of the podcast right. We're together, and she's like, yo, yeah, I'm co-host of the Sleep is for Suckers podcast. I'm like, no, Donnie, it's not even called that. <laughs> That's not the name. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took about three months for me to get the name right. And... It took about six months for me to stop tagging the wrong social media profile. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know. I couldn't remember the name of the podcast. I did not watch podcasts. I never watched at that time one of our podcasts like back because I don't like to hear myself talk. And the funny thing is, so David says, yo, sis, we should do the podcast together. And I'm like, "Mm, how much time does that take? Because I don't have time for like free stuff. (laughs) <laughs> seven figures later <laughs> yeah I didn't didn't I didn't get the concept but you guys ate me alive and I almost quit yep. I told David that I felt like I was bringing his brand down I said your audience loves you and I don't want to mess up your relationship with your audience so I think you should do this by yourself and David said um, I see something. I see something. Yo, I'm telling like, you can't, you can't listen to all of the reviews. I know you're supposed to listen to your customer, uh, but there's, there's a, there's a, there gotta be some sort of balance between trusting yourself and trusting people who think they know what they want. Yeah. So what's your name, bro? What's his name? Hater. What's your Hater. name? <laughs> Hi, Hater. hater. Hi, Hi, Hater. (laughs) Shout out. What's the name? What's the name? Huh? Wadir. Wadir. So. You ain't got no room. So, so Wadir. You don't have any room, Wadir. (laughs) So, look. So, Wadir thought he knew what was best for him. Yeah. By saying, I don't like this new format. I don't like this other person who's, who's, I guess, maybe taking the, 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 the conversation. And it, was, it wasn't her taking the conversation away from what you're used to. It's me. Because normally it's me. It's me directing questions at one person. But now we're just having conversation. But what I know about our conversations when nobody's around is, like, it is, like the jewels really get dropped if you ever go to lunch with us. Yeah. Like, just having a conversation. So, I know what's best for my audience. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, I just, I just see something. I, I, I see something. And I feel something. The episode, to me, was really, really good. And I'm like, yo, you offer an amazing perspective that I don't have. Like, some of the, some of the way that Donnie, Donnie frames some things and the way she explains in a more systematic way it's what's needed because I'm not, I, I don't, I don't, um, if we do the brain picker podcast and people start talking about systems, I defer to her because she understands it. She really thinks like a CEO. I think like a really talented visionary. She thinks, how does the business operate internally? Like all, she thinks of the stuff that I would never even have a question about. But because of that dynamic, I'm like, yo, I see something. And because I'm intimately um, intertwined with what my audience needs, I know what you need. Your baby might not want vegetables, but you know they need vegetables. Okay. So you got to 
but the, on, the only reason I think most people get swayed by the comments or by what their current customers suggest for their business is because you're not, you're either not secure in where you're going or the vision for where you're going isn't clear enough. Yeah. And in our case, we used to laugh at the comments. Like I would read like, yo, they are eating me alive. I am all kinds of ugly and stupid and stuck up and will never have a man and all this stuff. Like I am all kinds of things. And it wasn't your comments that affected me. I was concerned about David and David is really non-confrontational. So I'm like, I bet he wants to like in this partnership (laughs) because he's over there like, yo, this is trash. (laughs) And I was trying to make it easy for him to say, okay, yeah, let's do something different. And uh, here we are. It's going on two years almost. Yeah. August will be two years. So I guess this is a good point. Um, Donnie, how do you, because we just did it the other day where, um, I put the two uh, pictures, the black one and the white one of the new thumbnail. Y'all remember that? And what did everybody choose? White. And what did we pick? Black. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, and there was some people was really mad. Like, oh, my opinion doesn't matter. And it does. It does. But can I tell you what happened? Can I tell you what happened? I tell Trey. Is Trey here? Trey's here? So, Trayvon, stand up real quick. Trey is responsible. For that terrible thumbnail that's on the episode that just released today. She don't like the picture you picked, bro. You did me dirty. I can't even see you, but you did me dirty. (laughs) She don't don't like the picture of the last thumbnail, bro. Anyway. There he is, right there. So, yes. So, this is Trey. I think because I didn't pay his invoice yet. He was like, I'm... (laughs) (laughs) So, this is Trey. He uh, just recently... You just graduated from high school, right? And been doing the thumbnails for me for how long? Say it again. I've been doing the thumbnails for about a year. Yeah, so um, how old are you? 19. 19 years old, uh, just graduated high school and was doing graphics for the podcast while he was in high school. So give him a round of applause just by being in that environment. Okay, so now that it is here, you want to really give him the stuff we tell him on a regular basis? Or, Absolutely. Or is this not the time? This is the time. Okay, let's let him start. Go. <laughs> how how has your experience been working with me and Donnie? Y'all are gonna get on me about like me. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? I don't know if his mic is on. Is this mic on? Check, just test it. Test it. Test it. You trying to shake it to test it, Reese? I mean, <laughs> let's do a mic. How does check. that work? All right, give it, give it to him. Uh let him test it. So, Y'all can hear me? There you go. Yeah, there you go. go. All, All right. right. So for the most part, y'all going to get on me about, like, just meeting deadlines. Um, Donnie, definitely, like, not over-promising or anything. Just be um, 100% up front. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. I fired Trey. Really? <laughs> and I then almost I hired, fired him that time. And then I hired him back. I'm like, yo, Trey, this is... Trey, first of all, Trey is probably one of the most he's in my top three of talented graphic designers um phenomenal work and at the time that we started working together you were 18 I think you were still in high school and he just over delivered so much in the beginning that I was so spoiled by him exceeding deadlines so then when he started like making the deadline I'm like "Uh -uh. what is that about (laughs) then I started referring Trey business and my client's projects are getting done, but mine are, you know, mine aren't getting done. And I'm like, Trey, my feelings are hurt at this point. And so I fired him, but I knew that it was temporary because I just wanted you to feel the sting of what it was like to lose a valuable customer. But I always knew because nobody does it better or faster than Trey. So I don't know if I go it faster just yet. He's learning. He's still growing. Oh, he's, he's, still he's growing. spot on for me. I'm talking about saying okay, turnaround. Okay, so here's the thing. That's because Donnie I is I introduced like... you to Donnie, and then Donnie introduced you to... So this is where my where the ball got dropped on our, our graphics. But this is a lesson, right? And because he's young, um, we've been able to like really give him lessons on not overcommitting. Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10000 like if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars a year positive, you're going to make a million dollars. Would you give me 10,000? Of course you would. It's no brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast. But there's 21 things that I extracted from that that you're going to need to launch a podcast. But I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby. But I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000. My ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I, I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. And I'll say something like, yo, Trey, I need this by this day. If you can't do it, tell me no. Because like he, he has a tendency to just say, yeah, I got you. Right. Out of I don't know if it's if it's out of fear of disappointing or whatever. Yeah, or, it's definitely fear. And I've been like working on it? that. But 
The reason why it's with Donnie because she's definitely like very guys. stern. And she Wait, don't play, what'd you so say? I said the reason like with you, you're like very stern. So I try to be like, all right, <laughs> let me make sure I get it done. <laughs> I mean, with you too, but it's just like, I don't know. He's nice <laughs> and I'm stern. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> That's definitely what I'm saying. A hundred percent. I feel that. You know what's cool though? Him learning this at 18 or 19, when he grows up, he'll be able to manage it. Some of us, we can we can clap it up. Some of us are in our 20s, 30s, and 40s and still don't know how to manage clients. Or if you drop the ball and your clients get mad, you get mad at your client for getting mad. You come up with some excuse why your client is wrong. What's cool is Trey doesn't do that. Like, he, he's the most humble person. He'd be like, yo, I, Mr. Yeah. David, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that is a skill or a trait that most people never attain. Most people, when they don't do a good job, they come up with a good excuse on why they didn't do a good job. Never own it. Mm-hmm. Ever. Y'all, y'all know people like that? Sure. Like, don't tell me, all right, I had a situation where this guy, me and Joe, so this guy hung a TV in our, in, on the wall, right, at, at, the, at our um, new studio. And he had to move it from one place on the wall to another place on the wall. So when I get there, the TV, it makes the sounds like, uh, and I, I look behind it, and the TV is like, fall, the, the nail is coming out the wall. It's like falling off the wall. So I'm like, yo, my man, why is this? What's up? Call, call the dude. So Trey call. I mean, uh, Joe calls him and he calls him on speakerphone. He said, Hey, what's up, man? Um, he's like, yo, one of the TVs is like falling out the wall. And he says, which one? He tells him which one. And he said, the one we had to move. I said, he said, yeah. He said, yeah, see, we had to move it. The first place was good, but cause we had to move the second one, but I'll come by it. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is your default? something putting the pressure off for you as if it's my fault that we had to move it, but you're the one that moved it and put it in the wrong place. You didn't find the start. But if you really, I, I, I just want y'all to really, really start to think about how you interact with your customers. Most of you use excuses on a regular basis in terms of business. There's always a reason why you can't get something done. Why you ain't make no sales. Oh, well, I, I have my job and I have my kids. and There's always a reason. There's always a reason. Say no more excuses. No more excuses. Say no more excuses. That, I, that, that episode of uh, Navi and Jane talking about obsession changed my life. you have any thoughts on obsession? Being obsessed not only for success, but being obsessed about improvement. Yeah. I think obsession is healthy. I think the way most people understand it, because we see movies about being obsessed and it's dangerous and traumatic. Uh, I think the way most people understand it is a a misinterpretation, but I believe that whatever you are intentional about doing, like whatever your goals are, I believe that you have to be obsessed with it. And obsessed meaning whatever it takes, however long it takes, whatever I have to do to make this happen, I am going to do it. And I'm singularly focused on getting it done. Like you can't distract me. You can't deter me. No matter what you say to me, 
No matter how you, you know, attempt to throw me off, no matter how many obstacles come my way, I'm getting this done. Right. So I've had goals before. And I've communicated those goals to people and they're like, "Ooh, I don't know about that, but I'm still going. I'm still like, nah, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. And then they'll follow up and they'll say, you know, is it done yet? Nope. Yeah, you probably need to change course. Like, I hear what you're saying, but I don't receive it. I am going to get this done. I'm going to get that situation, that job, that contract, that relationship, whatever it is, I'm going to get this done. And it wasn't until I became really obsessed with my goals that I started not just hitting them, but like busting through them. You know what prevents? Um, I think what prevents obsession is, um, is uh, one, excuses, but two, complaining. If you are complaining about your situation or anything in it, that's a clear indication that you're not obsessed with the solution. Because mm-hmm. we spend so much time complaining. Yeah, here's the, yo, I am, I am very careful not to complain about anything. This is one of the things, like, even one of the members on my team, like, she'll, like, talk to me about what's going on in the business and how the systems didn't work or how the people didn't work or whatever. And I'm like, yo, let's... That's, that's a red flag to me, complaining about anything. Because if you're spending time complaining, you can't be solving it. Y'all know any complainers in your life? But I want you to pay attention to the amount of time that you spend complaining. I have a question. Talk to me. So what's the difference between complaining and just stating the reality of what's actually happening? Well, sometimes stating the reality of what, what's actually happening, if it's not for the purpose of finding out how to fix the reality, it's complaining. Did y'all catch that? So just putting out what the problem is without the intent of, of finding a solution for it, that's the difference. So we can state what the actual problem is, like, hey, these systems aren't working we need to set up a meeting with such and such team to figure out where we're dropping the ball. Or, you know those systems she set up ain't working, right? Mm -hmm. There's a difference. So when you are analyzing your own business or other people and giving them feedback, are you giving that feedback in the form of actual factuals of what's happening with some type of helpful feedback attached to it? Or are you just looking to tear something down without any type of constructive feedback and you're just complaining? Complaining is like gossiping. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it really is easy to um, complain because people will always listen. I want you to really catch it. People will always listen. Here's what's cool about me and Donnie's relationship I can't sit there and complain without some solutions. Her mind automatically goes to solution. Now, she may be... Now, every now and again, we will have a, um, a heart-to-heart situation about personal things, right? So maybe Donnie's going through something. But even with that, it's not just let's just talk about it for the sake of talking about it and getting up and say, ooh, all right, cool. That was, that was a good meeting, Donnie. Got some stuff off my chest. There's, there has to be some sort of end result to the issue. So there could be, 
we have an issue getting people to download the app. Even though the directions, let's say, are clear in the email. I'm just saying, just an example. One thing is to say, yo, man, it's clear in the email. I can't believe everybody ain't doing it. They ain't reading. What are we going to? My mind, my mind automatically goes to, let's look at the copy. Let's look at the text. Maybe it's not clear how we're putting it. You have to own every single issue. Everything that goes wrong in your life is your fault. Do you understand that? Everything that goes wrong in your fault, I mean, everything that goes wrong in your life is your fault. Everything. Anybody not agree? You don't agree? You don't believe it? Talk to me. Yes, I love That's this. Right here. Microphone, please. Where's the other mic at? Let's go. I'm, a, I'm ready for this one. Where'd the mic go? We just had it. Oh, Reese got it. Okay. Yo, Reese is the introvert of all introverts, but he was, he was going crazy. Reese was turned up last night. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Did y'all see Reese? Did y'all see him? Killing it. As soon as I turned the camera on, off, he was done. <laughs> We're going to talk about that too, Reese. I want to I wanna know what happened so we can recreate that. Good. Okay, go for it. Okay, so... Oh, my statement is everything that goes wrong in your life is your fault. Everything that goes wrong in your life is not my fault or... Okay. Not everything, because that's a powerful word. That's Name something. Everything. Give me an um, example. Being born on crack. Having side effects of those things. That's Say not again? my fault. Being born on drugs. That's not your fault. You're right. But it has side effects that could affect your life. That, can, right. that you can label as, this is wrong with me. Yes. So there are some things that actually happen to you. Being raped, being molested, all those things, those are very much so wrong, but I that person didn't deserve that. So it's not absolutely. their fault. You're absolutely right about that. But now keep the mic, keep the mic. So there's a scenario. Let's say someone gets raped. It's not their fault that they got raped. But what do we do now? You have to discover how to heal. Say it again. You have to discover how to heal and how to prevent it. 
you you use so it's not your fault but what you do with that that thing that happened to you I think it's your responsibility so to sit here and to go through whatever you go through and to keep it for yourself you didn't go through that for any I literally said this the other day like there is nothing that God there's nothing that you've experienced that didn't have a lesson attached to it Mm-hmm. Like absolutely nothing. So 100%. regardless of me being born in the situation that I've been born in, I was I didn't do anything to have to to cause that. But I can be an advocate for another young mother to say, hey, you should probably put that joint down because it could affect mm-hmm. if someone is molested. I can say, hey, this is a conversation that we're not really having with people in our community. So you probably shouldn't let your daughter sit on cousin John John's lap. Yeah. So you do have a responsibility from something that happened to you, but it's not your fault. I won't take ownership Good. of that. That's cool. So, yes, clap it up. So my philosophy in life is I don't have selective philosophies. So the person that gets raped, that, that, is, that is absolutely 100% not their fault. They didn't do anything to deserve this. But if we own, what, what can happen is a philosophy of, well, because this happened, now there's a domino effect of all the things that happened that I'm not taking ownership for because of the one thing that happened. So every, I believe that life is just a series of decisions. You're, the, the sum total of, um, uh, I, your life is just the sum total of all your decisions. But here's what's cool from that particular scenario. The person that gets raped, do you think that person can have some sort of advice for their daughter to prevent it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's say, for instance, the one thing I learned is, yo, I don't, I don't need to, uh, I, I don't need to walk around without something in my purse. Right? And you're saying, yo, you're, I'm going to teach my daughter this. If you come from it from that perspective, now you have something to teach. And you can say to yourself, yo, had I had my, had I had something to protect me, maybe it wouldn't have happened. But this is God's plan for this to happen to me so I can prevent it from happening to my daughter. I just don't have selective philosophies. I'm owning everything. Me personally. There's some uh, terrible I things. I can't let that slide. I understand. I understand. I can't, I can't I, let that slide. So, I caught, I caught, um, I caught COVID, right? And uh-huh. I, I caught COVID once. Uh-huh, you did. And Here, so what, so did I do something to catch COVID? Probably not. You did. What'd I do? What'd I do? You hung out with me. Okay. So yeah. So <laughs> that's, a le- COVID. <laughs> that's a lesson. I, sh- I shouldn't hang out with Dottie. That's the lesson. My point is I started looking into, um, um, who's most success, susceptible for catching COVID. And there are some things about my, the health, my lifestyle health-wise that I can improve. So for me personally, I say, well, so that I don't catch it again, maybe I need to take my vital, may, vitamins, let me drink more juices, let me eat more veggies because I want to improve my health, right? The thing that happened to me, there's nothing I can do about it. If something happens to me again, I'm taking some sort of responsibility. Me personally. But go ahead. Mm. Come on. So that's incomparable. I'm entitled to my opinion, all right? 
You are entitled to your opinion, no matter how wrong it is. Um, (laughs) So I don't necessarily believe that everything that happens to you is your fault. Mm -hmm. I've been attached to some very traumatic experiences that were absolutely not my fault. For sure. Now, there was a process that I had to experience to heal from. That was my first choice. My first choice was to accept what happened to me, heal from it, and then decide what I wanted to do with that experience. And so from that point forward, what happened in my life was my responsibility, right? And I did have total ownership of it. But the first thing that we have to do, you know, and especially when we're talking about like some type of trauma, um, those things are not your fault. And I want to be very, very clear there. And not everybody will choose to leverage what happened to them to help other people. Some people just can never get past that Mm -hmm. to leverage it, to get past, you know, to get to other people. And I will say to, to people who are going through that, that is also a choice. And you're choosing to harbor certain pain that can set you free because the truth of the matter is something traumatic happens to us all in life. Yeah, for sure. Our trauma is just dealt out very differently. And you'll and 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 this is a very different story, but I always think of, of the story of the two brothers who were born in a home with an alcoholic and abusive father. And the father would beat their mom, the father would beat them, and you know, alcoholic all the time. The mom would never divorce the father. So they were born into this lifestyle of abuse and they're adults now. And one of them are homeless and addicted to alcohol. The other is a very successful businessman who has a family and he's married and is, you know, happy. And they were interviewed. I believe they're twins. They were interviewed and the homeless brother said, you know, he was asked, how did I, how did you end up in this situation? And he said, well, because my father, I grew up seeing my father abusive to me and my brother and my mom and an alcoholic, I became an alcoholic too. And this is my life because of what happened to me. The successful brother said, well, because I grew up with an abusive father who abused me and my brother and my mom, I refused to be a mirror of him And I grew up to become this successful person. And so you have two people in the same household, same circumstances, traumatic experience. But the choices that they made as a result of that trauma is what projected their future and continues to do so. So regardless of what you're going through, whether it's your fault or not, you absolutely have a responsibility to make a conscious decision. Your decisions and your choices are yours, 100%. And you have to decide. And and we on this platform hope to encourage you to decide to always, always choose. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your 
your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people to listen to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal choose the best possible outcome the best possible outcome. Like that's one of my affirmations and prayers. Like I always say, God, I'm believing in you for the best possible outcome. If not this, then better, right? So figure out what your response to your trauma is. Like it's pointless to try to figure out why the trauma happened to you. Yeah, It's, it's just, it doesn't yeah, matter. Sure. It's pointless. But you were chosen for a reason. And I know people struggle with that, but I believe, anyway, you were chosen for a reason, and now you can either rise as a result of it, or you can shrink as a result of it, too. Either is your choice, and based on that choice, what happens next is totally up to you. 100%. Um, that was an excellent example. And I, and I, 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 re I, I understand that 
Um, not everybody would, and maybe not everyone will take what I say as, um, it may not apply to you, but I have a very, I have a very specific niche or, or avatar. It's for the person that is going towards something. The person that is going towards something. It, it, it's easier to fall into woe is me and I can't believe this is happening to me than it is to own it. So my philosophy, me personally, negative things that happen to me, my fault. Positive things that happen to me, I've been blessed. I want to invite you to pick my brain. Mine too. Mine too. Yours too? Mine too. Yours too. Okay, you guys. We are so excited because we just dropped our newest podcast series called The Brain Picker Podcast. David. Oh, it's going down. You get to pick our brain. You have a business idea, a concept. You're stuck. You can't get off the ground. You need the advice of seasoned, experienced entrepreneurs. Not only entrepreneurs that are practitioners, but we got a lot of people that we've been coaching all over the last decade. All over the globe. They got receipts. Not just that, you never know where your next investor might be hanging out. And the word on the street is, we got all the connections. That's a big fact. We got all the connections. So if you want to sit down with us and pick our brains. In front of our audience. And we're letting you pick our brains. We won't even talk bad about you for doing it in front of our audience, bringing your business maximum exposure. Find the link somewhere around here, wherever you see it. It's there. And apply right now to pick our brain. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Negative things that happen to me. There's some. There's some things that I haven't grown to learn, especially in business. Like I talk mostly in terms of business or entrepreneurial terms. Um, there's always something I can do better. Someone steals from me. Now the person stole, right? But the reason I got stolen from is because I didn't have a system in place. But some people will be so mad at the person. Say, oh my gosh, I can't trust people now. Well, it's not about people you can't trust, but I need to put a fence around people so that I can manage the expectations. But on the other side, all good things that happen to me, I truly, truly believe it's not because of my talent or my ability. Like, we're reading this book. Uh, what's the book we're reading? If you don't know the book... That means you're not in the morning meetup. Real quick, who wasn't in the morning meetup this morning that joined today? Show of hands, raise your hands, raise your hands, raise your hands. Hey, welcome. Give, yes. give us a love, family. Yes. Yo, so this is what I got from the last two chapters that we read, y'all. That success is made up primarily of time and luck. Time and luck. So this, this past, the chapter we read this morning um, about Warren Buffett, my man, he made like, what is he worth, $84 billion at the time he was writing it? But he said like $80 billion of that or $81 billion of that came after he was 50. But he's been, he's been investing since a child, meaning he's been doing this for 75 years. A quarter of a century, he's been an investor. They were saying this other guy, what was his name? What was the other guy's name? It was a hard name to remember. But he's gotten way better returns than Warren Buffett. And if he would have started where Warren Buffett started, he'd have been worth 
a quadrillion or something like something crazy, something ridiculous. But Warren's been doing it. And if y'all haven't read the book Outliers, read the book Outliers. But he's been doing it so long. The other the chapter previously, it was talking about luck. A lot of six things that happen to us as entrepreneurs are tied into luck. What are the chances? What did you do to meet me who's going to build a, a platform and invite you on and you be my best friend? I just showed up as me. What are the chances? Yo, it's crazy. But I do believe the better you get and the longer you do the same thing, the luckier you get. Luckier? Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> I believe it. So talk, talk, talk to me. Where's the mic? Right here. Let's, he's been trying to ask a question. Uh, Orlando. Yes, yes, yes. Reese, text, right text. here. <clears throat> <laughs> they said, no. <laughs> no, 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 Dave. It's not that you have to work at it. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like the last statement when you said, when you said trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't choose to be disabled. Yeah. You yeah. know, that that was given to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I have to fight through it every day. So you don't ask to be put in situations that to you know, you learn from it, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I had a fair traveling down here. But, you know, so building my business is 10 times harder because people already got the scenario that I'm not going to be successful because of my disability. You know, just to get a job, just when, when I was doing jobs, I would just just to go in for an interview, it was like, oh, really? Yeah. And then it was just, you see the look on their face. Yeah. So th- that's a constant thing every day. For sure. But I, I think with Orlando, uh, like, he, he like, helps eliminate people's mortgages. And he's on the morning meetup every single morning. Yeah. So he's choosing. So you're the perfect example of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You were, you said this was given to you, right? Your disability was given to you, but you're choosing, you are still choosing to show up as your best self and you're choosing the best possible outcome. Look at where you are right now. You're an entrepreneur. You're investing in yourself. You're showing up. We know your name on a first name basis. You're making a difference. Like it doesn't, we don't, we don't see your disability. We see another entrepreneur who made a decision in themselves Absolutely. to show up and go after the best possible outcome. Absolutely. That's, that's all I see, Just right? So. Every person in this room has some type of a disability. Obviously we can see yours, Right. But every person has a hidden disability inside of them. We're all walking around with some kind of disability. But in this room, what we see is a room full of entrepreneurs and CEOs who are choosing the best possible outcome. Absolutely. Thank you, Don. Chris. um, Chris, he doesn't agree. It's nothing to do with luck. (laughs) Yeah, it has nothing to do with luck, David. Um, so, so uh, confidently, yeah, 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 David, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with luck, David. Talk to me. So here, here's the thing. So I think part of it, just going even back to what you were saying earlier, 
part of it has to do with self-awareness. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you grow, right? So if, some, if a trauma happens to you and if you're not willing to be self-aware enough that it's affecting you, then you can't really do anything about it. It's like having a blind spot, right? Yeah. But the only reason why I don't believe it's luck is because you, for me, I believe God gives us all the opportunities in our entire lives to make change. Yeah. But if you choose not to take those opportunities, no matter how they may come, well, guess what? You will continue to miss out. And I think for those who actually are, quote unquote, successful for their own lives, it's because they started taking advantages of every single chance to change their own life. Right. Absolutely. So so I want you to think about it this way. Terika. Right. She just was up here earlier. Shout out to her female real estate guru. Well, she was living under a bridge. Right. So what could she have done? Was it luck that she got out of that situation? No. She made some decisions on an opportunity with a refund check. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? Yep. And so you you have to literally look at your life and look at where are the opportunities. You might not know what they lead to, but if you never take them, that's your fault, right? And I, that's good. Let's clap it up. So I look at luck as unexplainable opportunities. Unexplainable opportunities. Is that luck or is that alignment? We can call it tomato, tomato. Nobody calls tomato, tomato, though. Yeah. I I, I think, <laughs> I, I believe it's alignment. I struggle with the luck concept. Isn't there something biblical about luck? <laughs> the fact that you <laughs> say that that I don't know what the verse is. Oh, Tell know. me, there's, first of all, I struggle with the, so I'm what? sorry. Luck and chance comes to us all. You all right? Chance and alignment. I'm not okay, choosing the word the Bible, luck. Okay. First, you I'm was not using choosing, the Bible, and now you're like, I'm not choosing. This is <laughs> I, I, I make the Bible fit my scenario, <laughs> right? Okay, no, seriously, I just don't know that we're lucky more than we're aligned. And y'all can Google both words and give me the definitions. Um, I believe you're gonna do it. Of course. Let's look up lucky. Let's look up lucky. I believe we're aligned. So I believe that. Like David used the example of what were the chances of us meeting and going down this path? Well, we could have met the very same time and place. But if I weren't in the position that I was in when David met me, he wouldn't have seen me. Right. If I weren't in that position and if he weren't introduced to me through the means that he was introduced to me. I honestly wouldn't have seen that, seen him. So it wasn't luck. It was a situation that I believe was perfectly aligned. I agree. I, I agree with you 100%. The, no, you don't. I do. I do. Okay. Let me, let me, We're just, let me so translate the, the Bible to fit my, my, my Success scenario. or failure apparently brought by chance rather than through one's own actions. What is this? Luck? Luck. Success or failure apparently brought by chance rather than through one's own actions. Now, I think when the opportunities come, you have to be prepared. That's not getting lucky. But there's there's so many unexplainable opportunities. So I met my wife on Tinder. Shout out, Tinder. All the the jokes about. (laughs) I feel a Tinder sponsorship coming for the Social Proof Podcast. My wife on Tinder. I got lucky. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know that I was going to meet her. Now, when I meet my wife, I have to be the man that God is designing me to be. I have to be someone that she approves of. I didn't marry her by luck. But I met her by chance. It didn't, you can't explain no. certain things. Or, 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 or. So for instance, for instance, I um I know Terika. Terika met Naveen Jane. The gentleman I just did a uh, a, a a interview with. But she met him on a panel. So for some reason, she meets him on a panel and they start building, building a relationship. And she mentions to me, hey, this guy should be on a podcast. You sh- he should, you, should ha- you should be on his podcast. And they set that up. I did nothing to make that happen. How would I be in control of, of that happening? Okay. So, luck, so well, luck is by chance, right? Luck but is by chance. Is it by chance that you and Dre are on the same dating profile looking for a connection having chosen what your preferences were in the city of Atlanta, in this age group, with these hobbies and interests, looking for this type of relationship status. Like you guys were in alignment, which means in perfect position. You positioned yourself and your profile in a way that aligned with the way that she positioned herself and her profile. It wasn't chance. Chance is kind of just walking into a room and out of a million people, you meet one. You You didn't do that. Yeah, pursuit, but I didn't pursue her on that. Well, I swipe left or right. You swipe right. I swipe right. I swipe one of them. But my my thing is, and, and I'm you just, were I'm, focused. Me, my experiences, the the opportunities that come my way, for a good portion of them, wasn't an opportunity that I forced. It was just an opportunity that I was prepared for, though, to take Alignment. advantage. of. Alignment, for sure. I don't think there's a, a one way of defining it. Like, Next question. <laughs> I don't think there's one way of we defining it. We are not it. going back and forth on this word banter. I, I like the chapter. Did y'all read the chapter? Yeah. Y'all didn't agree with that chapter? I read the chapter, and I personally agree with you. Thanks, man. Due to the fact that I did read the chapter, you said two things. You said luck, and you said time. Luck and time. So I think that's where it falls in that is that the right timing, and it just so happened to be a luck, like, he happened to be at the right place at the mm-hmm. right time. And got Yo, the right check this out. Check this. Has anyone read the book Outliers? Have you read the book Outliers? What did those kids do to be better than the other kids outside of their parents bearing them in this particular date? And you have to read the book to understand what I'm saying. But there are certain kids, if, if you are the youngest kid 
in a, let's say like the, the league is, I don't know, seven to not seven to 10, seven to 10 year olds playing one basketball league. If you are born on the first day of that starting date, meaning you're the youngest, you're the seven year old, a new seven year old playing with seasoned 10 year olds. By the time that seven year old is 10, drastically better than other seven, than other 10 year olds that they grew up with. Now the 10 year old is playing with seven year olds. By the time they get to a bigger league, they'll be worse because they're playing with less competition. But what did the kid do? Nothing. You were just born in this time. But I believe you have to, but it's not because you're born this time and you're this particular age. That doesn't mean you don't have to work. You don't have to work hard. So I am in the belief that I'm going to work hard and I'm going to be prepared for all these opportunities. We could do it luck. We could do it with blessings. I have not forced God to give me anything. There's something, there's some things in my life I cannot explain that I don't deserve. Anybody else? You ain't never, you ain't, something ever happened to you that you just, you don't deserve. So, I mean, we can use it as luck, blessing, alignment, what have you. What I'm saying is some things are going to happen in your life that you are not in control of. But the only thing you can control is your ability to be prepared for. What is luck even? Like, I feel I've like read the definition it's, already. it's an illusion. Like, you can't pursue luck, mm-hmm. but you can pursue alignment. Can you pursue alignment? Yes. You can intentionally do and become things I don't know about that, that align you. Are you kidding me? You can intentionally pursue alignment. Yes. You can improve your chances. You can improve alignment. your chances. But you can't, all right, I'm going to be aligned right here, this time, this place. Yes. You cannot control that. Yes, you can. Yo, there was a guy that manifested you. <laughs> we were at Cheesecake Factory. My man said, um, yo, like, we bumped into, we, like, the guy was holding the door. He said, oh, Donnie. And she said, uh, hey. And I'm there. I'm just standing there. He said, oh, my gosh. Yo, I, I manifested you. I manifested this moment. This is supposed to happen. We going to connect. Did y'all connect? My man trying to force the alignment. Anybody ever told you God told me you're going to be my husband? And you like, tell him to call me. I ain't get that. Let me check my, let me check my emails. Maybe but it was- it's possible that he saw me post mm-hmm. being at the Cheesecake Factory with you. And then he's like, let me get in her path intentionally and align myself with her. But he didn't get in your path intentionally. Like y'all just happened to be at the same place. Now that, the same was, time. that was chance. That was chance. Next question. Next chance, question. luck. <laughs> so my question is in terms of um, expanding my network. Um, as I follow you and watch That's you. That's a pivot. <laughs> She's bring up all this She's like, look, look whatever y'all were talking about. <laughs> I got questions. I am not interested. I came to get a question answered. I was answered. coming to take up the opportunity that I got and I have the microphone. Yo, so have you noticed? <laughs> Before we got started, we kind of asked them what they wanted us to talk yeah, about, and we didn't talk about any of that. That literally happens every time. I tried it. Y'all <laughs> didn't send me the paper. I'm blaming y'all. Y'all didn't slide the paper. Wait, wait, that wait. happening to me. What's Take ownership. <laughs> Take ownership. He just did what he told y'all, y'all not to do. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. So it's part of what you're talking about, because I think the network has a lot to do with it. When I, as I watch you all, 
Neil Davis is in your network, some other people in your network. Yeah. I watched you mention that you took Donnie with you to Rick Ross's house for the brunch. Mm -hmm. And that's how she got in, part of how she got in that room. She also did what she needed to do to get in that room, which expands your network. So if your net worth, if your net worth is a result of your network and you're trying to build your network because of the five people that I have in my network, how have you all expanded your network? Is that a clear question? I think so. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. How, what have you done, the two of you all, the two of you, to expand your network? Good. That's a good question. Clear. Clarity. Clarity. What, what have we done to expand our network? Network. Yes. Oh. We be in these streets. In the streets. We're in these streets. No, seriously. Um, Morning Meetup meet is always the right answer for everything. Yeah. Number one, we build community, right? But we're really in these streets. We're at events that we qualify to attend, like Black Equity Con. Hey. Uh, we invest in ourselves. So we're, we invest in other communities like the morning meetup. Uh, hey. we, we invest in ourselves. No, seriously, like we invest in masterminds where people that uh, can increase our network are in, right? So we, we, Dave and I consistently look for like, yo, whose mastermind can we join like right now? And it doesn't matter what the investment is for 10,000, 50,000, whatever the number is, uh, we, we are doing that as well. But also going into a room and figuring out how you stand out and stand, like when you understand how you stand out, how you're unique, you'll go into a room and you'll leverage that every single time. Like I know when I walk into a room, I bring a certain energy. I maximize that. I'm not going to go in the corner and sit down because my goal is to increase or add to my network and actually connect with people. So I think the biggest things that I've done is taking advantage of opportunities where there are a lot of people around um, and leaning into my friend's network, like leveraging other people's networks for sure. We talked this morning about getting with a sideline partner and you guys going in and sharing your network amongst each other. Those are just some things that I've done. 100%. Um, I would say one is get in a community and, and because, because every community is a group of people of common thoughts, beliefs, cultures, things of that nature. But if you, if you get in a community where it's already understood that we're moving in the same direction, it's just easier to connect with people, just being active in a community. So you'll see a lot of people that's in the morning meetup that are just active in the community and people say, yo, oh, Nella, I see you. Oh, right. The second thing is build something. The best networking tool is something that you've built. A company, some sort of success. I, this, my, my goal wasn't let me build out my network. My goal was to let me sell as many t-shirts as possible. And people just started seeing the t-shirts around. Oh, I'm seeing your shirts everywhere. Who is this person who got these t-shirts? If you make enough noise... People will search for where this noise is coming from. Don't miss that, y'all. David is saying, become so good at what you're doing that you become magnetic. 
And people now want to add you to their network. Absolutely. Become an authority in your space. And people then want to add you to their network. I think that's probably the strongest thing you can do. And then the second thing, just pay for it. Just pay. Like, forget all of the willing and dealing and trying to meet people in these free events that's free before 10. And just pay. Pay to be in certain rooms. If I didn't pay to be in certain rooms, I wouldn't have access to many of the people who are in my network today. And that's just the bottom line. There's nothing wrong with paying for it. Yeah, yeah I, t- I talked to this uh, young lady. We was at the stairs. And it was, it was like a group of us, like, trying to convince her to be in the morning meetup. And I asked her, like, this, this kind of stuff happens all the time. But we was like, yo, how much do you pay for your ticket? She said, like, 500 some dollars. I said, do you know how much the morning meetup paid? How much? 50 bucks. So I got a content creation course that people pay $1,000 for the content creation course. Do you know how much people in the morning meetup pay for the content creation course? Nothing. So I've been trying to convince somebody to invest $79 or $3.99 a year. But like we do the, we like do these events like this, maybe not this many people, but I'll just throw on events where we have more speakers, engagement, we call it a family reunion, and they don't got to pay nothing for it. I spend tens of thousands of dollars to put it on. So the money that y'all put in, I put it right back. And she was like, oh, my gosh, how do you get people to be, like, raving fans and raving about the morning meet? I add so much value. It's ridiculous. Big value. Thank you. So build something. Okay, go ahead. And we got to wrap up. Um, yeah, we got two minutes. Okay. We don't even, well, we're actually over. I'm just saying two minutes. So, David, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to disagree with you. You should. As I should. You know, and this is because you called me ghetto in the morning meetup this morning, but you know. <laughs> no, but um, so you do have to be in alignment. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, just like you were stating, you met you met Dre on, on Tinder. If you were the person that you were probably three years before you met Dre, she probably wouldn't have been attracted to you. You're right. So you have to align yourself with being a certain person before you can attract that person. I and I was the same, I'm, I, I mean, when, when I met J-Star, I wasn't looking for anybody, I wasn't, and Kamoy was actually the reason why I met him. But had I been the person I was a couple, even a couple months before I met him, he wouldn't, I, we, our, our spirits, everything that we needed in our lives wouldn't have been in alignment with each other. And even with Warren Buffett, like he, he started his, his career path not by chance or luck. Mm-hmm. Like he went by, okay, this is what I want. This is what I need. And he went to this one specific investment building every single day for the longest time until one day the CEO came out. Mm-hmm. No, 100%. But that was alignment. Absolutely. So there you go. So let me tell you this. On when I was on Tinder, I'd swipe, but if the if the the uh, the people got too ridiculous, I just close the app. I'm done. I just get my finger, my thumb gets fatigued. Why didn't I just close the app before I got to my wife? Luck, the Holy Spirit told me to be on Tinder. <laughs> One more no. slide, son. <laughs> Desperation. <laughs> David was like, It wasn't Look, luck. It wasn't alive. It was desperation. I was it's just limited out here in these streets. my life away. You were looking for dinner. 
You wanted to take someone. No, you were in a lot. You didn't close the app out because deep down inside, spiritually, you were focused on finding a connection. I'm okay with that. And you may have tired on certain days Mm -hmm. and become frustrated with the app or feeling like this isn't going to work. But still spiritually, like, but still, but still. And I'm hearing that this is the easiest way to meet people. And I'm busy and I'm not, I don't really want to be in these streets. So let me kind of be as discreet you as possible. You think all that happened was going through my head. I was just on that joint. Like, what y'all doing later? Nope, I'm good. This little joint right here <laughs> might be something. <laughs> she got this little dress on. I'm but like, spiritually. So look, here's the thing. I think you don't like the word luck. So let's just exchange it for blessings. No. Luck and... How's it not the same? Luck? You think blessings are luck? Yo, what? Yo, I... Something unexplainable that happens to you. You can't, you can't explain it. Blessings, bless... Say it again? Yes. Yes. That's what I'm... Are you on my team? You on my team? That's what I'm talking about. Luck ain't got Let me hear y'all clap it up if you are team alignment... <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. I think we're all saying the same thing. Y'all just don't like the choice of words. Uh, but let's. Oh, do me a favor, because we gotta what go. What if? What if? What if? What if you make a million dollars in a day? Yes. We strategize about it. We got everything put in place. We put the systems in place, and we know the hours that was spent. Day of execution comes. You make a million bucks. Yes. And you go to someone and you like really, really proud. Mm. You go to a mentor and he said, man, wow, you got lucky. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. Well, wow. <laughs> That's not necessarily what I'm saying. You know what? Okay, here we go. I'm, I know Neil. I know Noah. I'm about to get out of here. I, I know. We're done. We're done after this. Because uh, Sean, Sean going to have bars. So it's gonna be quick. I happened to come a little bit late for one of my coaches... Neo, doing an amazing presentation. And I asked him, I said, how you learn that? And he told me how he learned it. And he, and I signed up for Myron's program where he learned it. But if I had came 20 minutes after that, I probably wouldn't have asked him. I probably wouldn't have got connected with Myron, but I didn't do anything. That's alignment. Okay. It's alignment. Okay. It's all alignment. right. Okay, Clap it all up right. if you're team luck. I'll go with it. Listen, we got to wrap. Team alignment. This has been another amazing edition of the Social Proof Podcast. <laughs> team Donnie in the building. Yes, we got we to wrap this thing up, man. Y'all, check out. Make sure if you're here live, make sure you go follow the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate all your support. Uh, take many pictures and screenshots. Do me a favor. Talk about how I was wrong on your Instagram. I want to see it. Tag me. I respect your opinion and how you operate your life. Okay, we got to go, Donnie. We got to go. We are out of here, Love you y'all. guys. Love Bye-bye. y'all. Come join the most amazing live mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs every morning. Let's go. The, the Morning Meetup. Do you have a business idea you need to get off the ground? Do you currently work a nine to five and are looking for supplemental income? Come and network with like-minded individuals and take your business to the next level. Every morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with David Shand and friends. Try The Morning Meetup today for just $1. Head over to themorningmeetup.com. That's themorningmeetup.com.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.